Now it's time for Youper Wisdom. My name is Kim Key. I have been in the healing arts for 40 years. If you happen upon this, know that it's meant to be. In this episode, we are talking about money, the madness, the mystery, and the magic. Money! Mm. (laughs) Is that a Pink Floyd song? (laughs) I think it is. We could just sing the whole time. Yes, love it. Money! So in order to start, I was thinking that the best thing to do is for us to just take a few deep breaths, think about money, and think about our own personal relationships with ourselves with money. So in other words, money is a relationship like any other relationship. We have a relationship with our animals and our people in our lives, our families, our friends. We have a relationship with our house and our work and our land that we're on or our city where we live. So money and ourselves combine into a relationship. So we're going to kind of feel that we're evaluating that a little bit as as Kelly and I talk about this very hot subject. Yes. Um, this one I think a lot of people should definitely listen to. Our society uh, tends to be all about that almighty dollar. Yes. Yes. And interestingly, uh, what's happening in the world is that that's all changing. And we don't really know a lot about the history of money, but one of the things that I've learned uh, recently is that, you know, when Nixon, President Nixon was in office, he took us off the gold exchange. So throughout the world, the way that we defined the value of money was how much gold was exchanged for it. And he took us off of that in the 70s. And And since that time, the entire monetary system in our country and rippling throughout the world has changed. And that's one of the reasons why they're just printing more and more money like maniacs and madness because they can, because there's no responsibility to a a gold standard anymore. And, And that when I heard that, that helped me understand a little bit. I couldn't figure out why we were trillions of dollars in debt and nobody's paying anybody back. And and that's why. So when that happened with us, that happened all over. And so everybody's just printing a whole bunch of money. Uh, and that is a little madness in my perspective because there's no level of responsibility there. And yet on an individual level, we are totally responsible. We have to pay our taxes or we go to jail. We have to pay our bills or, you know, our electricity is shut down. So uh, it's kind of a catch-22 with that relationship between the relationship that our country has with money and the relationship that we have personally with really all of us trying to be really responsible with with uh, managing our money. 
Yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't know that, but um, I'm glad that you brought out some history in there because that does make a lot of sense. I My thought is too, is like we have inflation happening right now and it's, it's hard. It's hard times. Like things are expensive. You go to the grocery store. I swear, every time I go to the grocery store, it's like a dollar more. And I'm just like, what is going on here? You know, just when is it going to stop? And it's hard. Like I saw the other day, somebody on TikTok, somebody was talking about, oh, there's a Black Friday sale for, you know, these electronics. And he, you know, stitches in and chimes in and goes, how about a Black Friday sale for Kroger? I was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. That is so brilliant. Yeah, there's no Black Friday sales for grocery stores right now. And, you know, that's really what matters is people to be able to eat. (laughs) Iceberg iceberg lettuce, $5 (laughs) the other day. I saw it. I just looked at it. Iceberg. It's really crazy times right now. I don't know why I went into inflation. Um, I know we have some other uh, thoughts on money. So what what are you thinking? Yeah, it's just the momentum. It's the momentum of the madness, really, is what we're seeing and feeling. And, you know, um, many of us just want that to stop. We want to be able to eat well and be able to pay for it. And we're all kind of in a panic about that right now. And, you know, a lot of it is the societal training from what we were, what we learned in our society and from our families. So it's kind of an addiction. You know, I'm going to sacrifice this for money or I'm going to do this when I really don't want this for money. And so there's this training and brainwashing and addiction kind of thing all wrapped up in a in a wad, in a madness wad. So really what we're after underneath and around all that is to just feel better about ourselves. And so we try, 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 try so hard to, you know, get more money or, you know, it's just like this hunger, this longing that we've, we've, you know, been raised with. And all we're doing is kind of scratching at this surface stuff to get to the depth of, we want to feel safe. We want to feel okay. Uh, we want to feel good, and we think in the madness of it that money's gonna gonna do that. And the basics of humanity, of that human spirit, are you know wavering because of our addictions. And so, but the reality in the depth of who we are is, of course, we need money in order to function in our society. So money isn't the root of the evil. It's the, it's the human mind that creates that, you know, that is really the issue. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that too, um, obviously we need money, right? Um, to live, you know, in any place, really, it's a currency. We need, we we have to have money, and it's it's about being able to live comfortably. I think, with um, because if you don't have money, it's really really difficult. It's very hard to survive anywhere in this world. So there is an importance of money, um, but I also think it's like when greed starts kicking in, when it starts to 
overtake your mentality of everything you're trying to do. Um, like when I was younger, money was something that I was shooting for as for success, right? Um, it was something like, oh, I need a, a bunch of money and I'm going to have this mansion and I'm going to do this and all of that stuff. And growing up, <laughs> um, you know, my priorities have definitely changed a lot, especially once I left Los Angeles <laughs> right. because that environment was very much about superficial and materialism and all of that stuff. And I didn't really play too much into it, but it's hard not to when there's all that noise. Um, when I moved to Michigan, I started feeling like real again, <laughs> where it's like, I don't need all that fluffy stuff, mm -hmm. you know, I, it's, but you know, I do want to live comfortably. I do want to travel. Travel is a big priority in my life. So that's what I like to, and my family is number one. So making sure, you know, my children are in good schools and, you know, that they are able to get the stuff that they need, but not too much to where they're like completely spoiled and don't understand how, you know, money works. So like my priorities have shifted also because of my environment. So I think a lot of times it is your environment and you don't have to play into that. Right. You, know? you right. don't have to play into that. Right. And if you can um, take an effort to realize what really is important, right? Like important to me is to be able to live comfortably where I'm not stressing about money um, and to travel. Right. So um, as long as I can do that and do what I love to do, um, I'm going to be okay. You know, right. I don't need to have these hu this huge mansion and these like a bunch of cars and all of that material stuff. That doesn't really make me happy. But however, you know, all of that stuff is nice. Don't get me wrong. But that's just like not my priority. If I had a billion dollars, I will tell you right now. I would try to help as many people as possible. That's right. what I would do. Um, I would buy some nice things, <laughs> but like that wouldn't be my priority. I'd want to help people. That's me. Other people, the greed kicks in and they just want more and more and more and more material things. But are they really happy? Are they making them happy? I don't know. Right. And so much we do see that doesn't matter um, uh, the amount of money. It doesn't equal happiness. You know, and when you were talking about your children and I, one of my pet peeves is, uh, why don't we teach the children about money? I mean, I don't think that they teach a lot of that in school. No. Uh, why don't we help them? Parents don't even know how to do that so that they feel a level of empowerment and they feel a level of being able to take control of that themselves and understand that there's a giving and a receiving. And, you know, the other thing is, Kelly, too, that that popped into my mind when you were talking is, and this is part of the mystery of money, um, not necessarily the madness anymore, but it's energy. It's, it's an exchange of energy. It's like a hug. It's like 
food in your body. It, it That's all it is. It's just an exchange of energy. And that is really important. And so to take a look at ourselves and say, how are we with giving and receiving? How are we with energy exchange? One of the things that, that I realized, and I think a lot of us women have this kind of uh, belief structure that we give and we give and we give. Well, that that's, doesn't complete the circuit of the giving and receiving. You know, giving is only 50% and the receiving is the other 50. And that makes that circuit, that circle complete. So receiving money uh, is, is receiving energy versus earning and receiving, earning money earning, earning, earning. That's the other thing that we're taught. But if somebody gives you, like you were talking about donations and helping people, if somebody gives you a thousand dollars and says, I just feel like giving you a thousand dollars, you know, how, how would you feel about receiving that? And would you think that they had hidden agendas? And so you look at all your own beliefs and thoughts and feelings when it comes to spending and receiving money and earning and not earning and start to break that down with yourself and figure out what's the purity of this relationship that I have. What, why do I have so much weight one way or the other on money? you know, money is energy, right? So if you don't give enough of something, it falls away. And if you give too much of something, it falls away. So there's a money balance beam that we can be on with the mystery of it in our lives and, and understand the giving and the receiving, understand our beliefs and where they've come through, change some of our beliefs if we want, expect I mean, all of nature, all of nature, wise women of the North and all over this planet, all of nature receives. They don't sit there. The birds don't sit there and go, I don't deserve this sunflower seed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just accept. And there's this flow of giving and receiving. And, and that's the whole process of life. And so that's why we've kind of gotten off that as well as many other things, because we're not in that flow of giving and receiving as easily. Like, and what did, I mean, even in the Bible, Jesus says it'll come with the fish and the bread and just allowing it to flow. And we block the flow through our thoughts and beliefs and expectations and to remove those and realize those, oh, I'm, I'm feeling guilty because somebody gave me a flower on the street. You know, I'm feeling like greedy. I don't want to share this. Oh, isn't that interesting? I mean, we all have all that stuff and it's just a matter of kind of looking at your thoughts and feelings in your brain and rewiring that so that there's more of a flow like everything else in, in nature. Yeah, and that also goes to this quote that I love where it's, with gratitude comes abundance. Mm. And um, I've, always, I've always loved that. And I think that could go, that goes a long way. If you really put out that energy of just being thankful and having gratitude for where you are, then abundance will come. And abundance can, can be happiness. It doesn't have to be money. Um, but that, I think, 
is something really important to think about for the listeners out there, um, you know, with their relationship with money. Um, is it something that you're obsessing over? Are you grateful for what you have? You know, the most important thing is finding your passion and the money will come. Um, if you do things for money, you might not be happy. Um, it might not be your passion. Exactly. And the, the platform of gratitude. If you can go from gratitude instead of lack or gratitude instead of uh feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, gratitude is a gift from God. God is all that is. That's what I have heard over and over again. And I'm thankful for this, this vehicle. I'm thankful for this. And you come from that place forward into your future, into your moment, instead of that place backward. So you, you live in that present moment of gratitude and and it just multiplies. Everything multiplies because of that uh, consciousness there, that vibration there that says that everything is okay and I am in this state of appreciation. And appreciation is potent. It is a key to so many things that, that are good that can come into our lives. One story that is really interesting and part of the magic of money uh, as we go from madness to mystery to magic. Yes, now it's magic. Is, it is kind of an illusion. Like we've been trying to tell ourselves that money is an illusion. It, it's an energy form, but it's not real, right? Yeah. And one of the examples that I've heard, which is hilarious, is, you know, way, way back, we exchanged chickens, Right. We exchanged animals. They were live beings. They were moving. They were breathing. And we, we bartered with, with live animals, big ones, little ones, all kinds of things, cows. And so then we, went, we came to coins, right? So now we have a jingle of coins in our pocket. We're done with the exchange of animals. And these coins are heavy. They got weight, you know. Some of them were really big. And they, we carry them around in bags. And so, you know, but they're not as real as chickens, right? So then we go from coins, then we go to bills. We go to all these different, <laughs> different colors of little thin pieces of paper that can be burned or blow away. And so we're trying to tell ourselves, okay, this is not real. So here we go to bills, right? So we bills are for a long time. Well, then we go to these plastic cards and they even have holograms on them, right? So we're trying to tell ourselves this isn't real. This isn't real. And so we put this card in this machine you know, we don't have to exchange a chicken anymore. Then we go to tones, right? So now it's not even a physical thing anymore. It's a tone. It's a sound. So money is a tone. And now money is buttons. And then there, it's just color. It's green or red, right? You go to your bank account, it's green or red. That's the money. So we're trying to understand that this is not as important as we think it is. We're trying to teach ourselves that. And that example is just fantastic. I love that. I think about that all the time. Wow. You just blew my mind there because I love how you broke that down. Because now if you think about it, like even 
in a, in your bank account and transferring, I mean, I rarely have cash. Um, and now you have like a Venmo, a PayPal. It's literally not tangible anymore. You're not even touching it anymore. It's just a number. Yes. It's just a number. Yeah, wow. and a lot of and a lot of times the the banks don't even have that amount in there. It's just a it's just a a thing that you think you have, you know. Wow, so- you just oh, Kim mm-hmm. Key, you are always blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while. Mm-hmm. What matters is you and your relationship with that. If you want a million dollars and you feel good about that and you're humble with that, um, and you want to express yourself in those ways. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's many people that are very, very wealthy that are goodness. You know, it's the goodness that matters. So, you know, we're kind of trained that money is the bad thing, but it's an illusion. So it's really not a bad thing. So whether we have a lot of it or not as much of it, just realizing that it's that it's totally an illusion and set your intention, I think is the biggest thing. You know, when you want more money, if you want more money with the magic of that, you, you spend that, uh, imagery, your imagination with intention instead of the details. I want a new car. You don't even have to know why you want a new car. I want a new car. What, what is that? My intention is I want to feel safe. I want to have fun. I like the color blue. I, you know, you set the intention. So you go general, you don't go specific with the money because then you get all wrapped up in the weirdness of it, the madness of it. But if you go, okay, it's an illusion. I'm going to use my imagination. I'm going to clean up my beliefs and thoughts and feelings. I know that this is an emotional journey, money. I'm going to feel gratitude and be positive and see what comes. I'm going to watch for all these things that I'm receiving that have nothing to do with money, that have maybe everything to do with money. So allowing that flow again. And I feel like if we can get out of the what is itis of right now and go into our future selves with our imagination and our intention and our changing our beliefs, that can really be good. So the formula is imagination plus feeling, positive feeling equals whatever we want, including money. Does does that make sense? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And I like what you said about it's not bad to want money, right? Um, But it's the intention. And uh, I like the tools that you gave of like the imagination, the intention, the gratitude, the feeling, you're feeling it. And then obviously the reward. (laughs) Right. So. And another couple of really fun, magical things that, that, that I do that I'd love to share is, so visualizing a green flame. So Ooh, the- I love this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to visualize a green flame. Yeah. So let's all visualize the green flame just around us. Uh, if you can expand it out into our homes or environments where we are right now and see that beautiful green flame just engulfing 
our entire energy field and just take some nice deep breaths and feel that green flame when we go into the grocery store, when we go to the bank, when we're paying bills. Sometimes I light a candle and I put on soft music and I visualize that green flame while I pay my bills, make it into a ritual, make it into something fun and light and easy. And just that green flame is powerful. And then while we're kind of doing that, let's just shift to another tool, which would be to visualize a copper coil kind of spiraling up above our heads into the crown of our heads. So the the little part of the coil is at the head and then it spirals up and out like a cone and then just dropping the money right in through the top of our head all the way through our bodies. So you can use your breath with that. So the beautiful copper coil, you know, copper is a conduit. So we are attracting money with that conduit. And so that's another really fun visualization that you can do whenever. It doesn't have to take very long. Yes. Uh, if you're nervous about anything that you're doing with money, like buying a house or a car, and you get kind of anxious about that, then you can use these tools to kind of help you uh, lighten up about it and, and, and use your energy, your own energy in a different way so you can receive better, you know. And then one other technique that I have that has been really good and simple and fun is you, you inhale deeply six times, right? So you inhale and you like blow up your aura, you blow up your, your energy, your electromagnetic energy with that breath around your body. So you take really full, nice, full inhales, and then a little bit of an exhale, and then inhaling, and a little tiny exhale, but you don't focus on the exhale, and inhaling, And then inhaling up until six, we'll just do one more. I don't know how many this is, but say this is six. So inhaling, and then we exhale, and then we inhale. And then when you exhale on your seventh, you exhale hard, and you blow all that energy out from your body and around you, sending that into your electromagnetic field, and you visualize that energy of money just kind of like in a bubble around you. So you're in this money bubble. <laughs> Can you feel that? Wow. I, I, I saw a lot of green. I, right. I, the, the green. Um, and you can add that green flame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the green flame around. I'm totally going to be using that. And we can't limit ourselves because we never know how or where or what it's going to come from. And we have to kind of move into that nebulous, uh, aware, receiving state in order to allow that mystery of money to come come through. You know, like we think, well, we have to go and we have to work from this to this and we're going to get this. But, you, you know, if you have that rigidity, it, it doesn't allow for the mystery of money and and who knows because it's an illusion 
who knows where it can come from and how much it can come. And so you play with it. It's more of a fun kind of game versus this hard, struggly, rough kind of thing, you know? So, so that's the beauty of that mystery and magic is that you're lightening it up so it's not so heavy and not so dense. And you're lightening yourself up so that you can receive more, you know? And how much money, how much love, how much beauty, how much joy, how much uh, empowerment, how much communication, you know, those are the things that are really, really important. And, and money's right along with all of that. And with our intention and our lightness, we can, we can bring that in and, and, in better ways for ourselves and lead a more joyful life. Yeah. And, um, financial blessings, I like to call them, people need to feel like as though they deserve them. You know, you deserve a financial blessing, but it's also your intention of what you're going to do with that financial blessing. Right. And the intention of your relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. because the, the lack of deservability can really put a wall up between you and everything, including money. So, you know, again, checking your beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and expectations. I deserve, I deserve to be happy, healthy, wealthy, full, life-sustaining, vital. I deserve. We all deserve that. Every single one of us, every single thing on the planet deserves that. And that's our natural state of being. We've just kind of convoluted it with our egos. And, um, and so we want to get back to the basics of um, the depth of who we are as human spiritual beings, really. Well, what an amazing podcast episode. Um, Very fun. Everybody's going to be, you know, learning all these tools we're going to like people are going to start getting wealthy off of this podcast. My goodness, just we'll listen send that out there. Let's send that yes. out there. If you listen to the podcast, you're going to get some money. No, actually I love um the tools that you have given us, the wisdom as always. I mean, you you've got a lot of youper wisdom up there, you know. <laughs> you too, darling. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? I think just keep open all of the mystery and magic of the money and kind of ignore the madness right now. And it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing or thinking or saying or anything. What matters is our relationship with ourself with that particular energy. And if we can hold that and then you know, sprinkle a little fun and impish joy in there with our green flame and our in our bubble of breath, six in and then one out, um, and see what happens. And and uh, just allow allow the natural order of things to play out in 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 your life. Yes, and you deserve it, everybody. And- All the listeners, you deserve it. And please make sure, if you guys are liking this, if you ladies, guys, whatever, whoever comes on, please make sure to go and give us some five stars. All right? Those really do help in the podcast world. So, and review us if you want to say something nice, go ahead and make sure to subscribe 
because it'll pop up and tell you when we have our next episodes. And we're going to keep putting the wisdom out, aren't we? We need as much wisdom as we can get. Okay, well, it's been fun. As always, Kim Key, you're a genius. Thank you, Kelly. You too. Thank you.